I'm Bill Lawrence, and this is my big bag of onions. The cough made to California, broken hearts that pass unknown. And through this night we'll share a lover On that dark radio How the soul may be so lonely Hands pressed cold against the phone The young stars are standing by the Radio. He strikes me as the as a distillation of everything that is wrong with the American character. This could be, in large measure, a caricature, but he has brought the caricature to life. It's, if you take our materialism and our ignorance about the rest of the world and our satisfaction in our ignorance, our overconfidence, our pretension to greatness, even when we're actually being merely petty, our vanity, our sexism, boorishness, narcissism. I mean, all of these, these are the antithesis of the kind of project you're articulating in your book. A kind of childishness that doesn't have the virtues of childhood. I mean, it's, it's a kind of malignant childhood that just is just all boastfulness and me, 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 without any of the curiosity or sympathy that you meet in actual children. He is the living embodiment of a kind of American grotesque. And again, this I'm a little self-conscious about this calumny against, you know, America or the, the ugly American, but it's almost like he is a golem that has been conjured by the worst things that have ever been said about us as a country. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, if he can't grope it or put gold letters on it, he, it doesn't exist. Go ask an old man See what he's got to say don't ask your teachers They weren't much good anyway Nothing really matters As time drifts on by Just a drop in the ocean A shot in the sky Don't stray from the narrow Keep your hands clean Seems very silly If you know what I mean You worry and worry Never really know why I wake in the morning As trams roll on by I have a lover 
So I can't complain For me there's no other We play silly games Though she is not here I'm never alone She lives in my pocket And inside the phone I'm going to Scotland That's where I'm from I'll probably not stay there Cause it's not very warm We followed our father His father knows best With rhyme and good reason My wheezing chest Ask an old man See what he's got to say If he falls in the gutter Be on your way Nothing really matters It's time to somebody You give your love presents You laugh and you You're listening to my big bag of onions. The news delivered to me by my television, my radio, my newspapers, my Twitter feed has over the last few years become increasingly shrill, urgent, competitive. Fake news, dubious news, genuine news, their purveyors are all trapped in the same spiral, competing for shrinking markets, spoiled for choice viewers, withering ad revenues, distracted late night surfers. Like hapless diners in an echoing restaurant, it only takes one or two raised voices before if anyone wants to be audible, they'll have to raise their voices too, then shout, then bellow, then scream. And if you're screaming, you look foolish if you're not screaming about something dreadful. The slide away from expensive journalism and towards cheap punditry happened long ago. Views, not news. But now the views have to be exponentially strident to be noticed. And the news, well, it has to be bad. Bad news is addictive. If everything your outlet delivers is another slice of awfulness and there's no joy in sight, no possible remedy, no power, no hope, then the consumer of your information is more likely to cling to you as a favoured outlet.
We live in a world where the questions might be the same, but the answers have changed. In other words, what has got you here will no longer get you there. And if you want to have results that you've never had before, well, you need to start doing things you've never done before. Now, the key question for today is, of course, is there a method to the madness? Is there a way that each of us can do impossible things to truly create dramatic results? And the good news is that the answer to that question is yes. Because what I'm going to explain today is when it comes to high performance, why the majority is always wrong and how you can use that to get everything you can out of everything you've got. But let me first introduce you to something interesting, an interesting observation. When people, teams and organizations, whenever they hit a wall, they tend to do one of two things. They either do more of the same things or they do less of the same things. But what you very seldom see is that they start to do different things instead.
Americans play a strange role in the American melting pot. We are the model minority. Society uses our success to pit us against other people of color as justification that racism doesn't exist. But what does that mean for us Asian Americans? It means that we aren't quite similar enough to be accepted, but we aren't different enough to be loathed. We are in a perpetually gray zone and society isn't quite sure what to do with us. So they group us by the color of our skin. They tell us that we must reject our own heritages so we can fit in with the crowd. They tell us that our foreignness is the only identifying characteristic of us. They strip away our identities one by one until we are foreign but not quite foreign, American but not quite American, individual, but only when there are no other people from our native country around. I wish that I had always had the courage to speak out about these issues because if I do, it's at the risk of being told that I'm too sensitive or that I get offended too easily or that it's just not worth it.
would shut up Someone could save you Manipulate everything And that's how I love you You're listening to My Big Bag of Onions Uh, to get back to the, uh, the warning that I received, you may take it with how many, however many grains of salt you wish, that the brown donuts that are circulating around us are not specifically too good. Uh, it's suggested that you do stay away from the brown donuts. Of course, it's your own trip, so be my guest, but uh, please be advised that there is a warning on that one, okay? Do not eat the brown donuts.
imagine every conversation to be a tiny metal link and every time you talk to a stranger a metal link is formed and every conversation that you have after that moment the link gets stronger and stronger and every day each one of us meets so many strangers the grocery guy the cab guy maybe the receptionist at a new office you went to and with every conversation we build new links until finally at the end we've created a kind of massive world wide web of conversation world wide web it's a catchy word i think i've heard that somewhere that's it right a conversation it's a fascinating thing a conversation is an adventure a conversation gives you a whole new perspective a conversation opens a door conversations can make war and conversations can make peace and conversations define who we are as a human race Singer in the park. 
listen to your community and sports show, YCSS, every Thursday at 8pm here on Cone Radio. We talk to you in the community. Hi, my name is Anna. Hi, my name is Richard Smith. Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, I'm Bill Rees-Jones. Hello, my name's Ross Somerville. Okay, so I'm so high. Hi, I'm Martin. Okay, I'm Louise. I'm Max Chilver. Hello, my name is Ellison Webster. My name's Anthony Shearman. Hello, my name's Libby. Hello, my name's Brenda. Hi, my name's Daniel West. Hi, hello, I'm Bob. So... Join Bill, Ian and Adrian every Thursday at 8pm on Colm Radio for YCSS. Because you know, it's all going on and people need to know. Starting out the jamming of the night with free a little bit. Rogay, if we're going to get a slow jam... The slow build, that was one of my favorite ones. So they skipped that. And Sugar Shout Out, look, they can't all be singers, all right? I mean, I'm usually down with all the Mike songs. Maze just burning the place down as usual. Let me get Horn. I was told several people today that was my predicted opener. Couldn't go with Stash, so I went with Horn. I was only missed it by like six or seven songs. We get a Mike song, a fish debut, crazy sometimes. I think it's one, I think one of the lyrics in that song was Mike gets a little freaky sometimes. Yep, we. 46 Days had a nice jam, and then Runaway Jam in the set. We had The Simple, The Carini, now it's Down With Disease. They weren't done, though. We had Mountains in the Mist to calm down. I needed it. Turned into a bit of a geezer, man. I was wearing down by the time after that first set, this Down With Disease. So Mountains in the Mist hit the spot. Waves, you know, a little secondary jamming going on there in Waves. Wasn't quite at the Down With Disease level. Then they hit Ghost. I really didn't have my, you know, I thought, all right, nice. it's nice to hear Ghost. Started out with a real heavy opening to Ghost. And then it just takes off and gives us another amazing jam for the night. Wombat had a jam. Wombat follows the ghost jam. Somehow they pull out. You know, I, I have seven trouble. You know, I felt like those chompers during foam. I was having problems with Wombat a little bit myself. Well, not, you, know, you can imagine the F Zappa 20 dance moves. You're listening to My Big Bag of Onions. Kitchen sink, write my name in heaven in invisible ink. I just woke up from dreaming. I think you can take me over, you can give me a lip. You can take me under, you can give me a slip. Take off everything, or tell me all to strip. Like a lady in the chamber and a lover in the crib. Me by by just inch by inch, inch by inch, inch by inch, inch by inch. You can pull it up again, inch by inch, inch by inch. This pulse is free. I long to see that look upon your face. You can take me outside, you can take me apart You can take me upstairs, you can take me to heart You made me love you when you 
thought you were smart Don't try to stop me now, you told me to start Don't move a muscle, baby Don't even flinch You can miss me by a mile or just inch by inch Inch by inch Inch by inch Inch by inch You can go but up again Inch by inch Inch by inch As boss is I first started thinking about dust while lying on the sofa in my flat, procrastinating. I was supposed to be putting together a dissertation proposal, but my eyes casting around for things to do other than study, I noticed that an enormous amount of dust had gathered under the kitchen table. Trapped by chair legs, it was forming dust bunnies, tangles of this weirdly purple fuzz and hair that were this prodigious size, seeing as I'd swept only a couple of days previously. It didn't seem fair. I had to be the one to blame. Of course my previous flat had been dusty too, but that was clearly because I shared it with two boys. Now, living alone, this dust was my responsibility. And yet I was neither balding nor scrofulous, and my flat soft furnishings weren't threadbare. Where was this material coming from? I was disturbed, and kind of intrigued. The problem of dust was clearly a more interesting problem than any sensible geography essay I might write. I started thinking about what dust was made of, what it meant, and what, if anything, I had to do about it. The answer to the latter, at least, was clear. Write 16,000 words on the topic of housework, then start an email newsletter.
I'm here to talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, a great American dream that's often not fulfilled. In the words of the poet Robert Burns, the best laid plans of mice and men often go terribly wrong and lead to pain and suffering instead of the promised hope. I first started to wrestle with this problem as a cadet at West Point. We went through a lot of pain and suffering in our training. And in the last year I was there, they made me the training officer for Company L2 because they had a marching problem on the parade field. Company L2 was known as the Loose Deuce because for a hundred years, they had a tradition of mediocrity, sloppy performance. For decades, people had tried to get them to march longer, train harder, but nothing worked. So I knew I had to do something different. So what I decided to do is I couldn't tell them what to do, but I could put up on the bulletin board at night in color-coded notes exactly how their performance was on the parade field and exactly what they needed to do to improve. Sad eyes, sad eyes Where you going with that confidence? Sad eyes, sad eyes Where you going with that confidence? I'm going to where the boats go by Caledonia River flows Gone to where the boats go by Caledonia River flows so wide Still water laying over Still water laying over Still water laying over Caledonia River also Wild eyes in the wilderness Where you're going with the devil in hand Wild eyes in the wilderness Where you're going with the devil in hand I'm going to build a bridge high For working money and money I'm going to climb the bridges high Caledonia brother far away still water I'm laying over still water lay my body down over still water laying over Caledonia River far away I 
trustworthy. A scout tells the truth and keeps his promises. People can depend on him. A scout is loyal. A scout is true to his family, friends, scout leaders, school, and country. A scout is helpful. A scout volunteers to help others without expecting a reward. A scout is friendly. A scout is a friend to everyone, even people who are very different from him. A scout is courteous. A scout is polite to everyone and always uses good manners. A scout is kind. A scout treats others as he would want to be treated. He never harms or kills any living thing without good reason. A scout is obedient. A scout follows the rules of his family, school, and pack. He obeys the laws of his community and country. A scout is cheerful. A scout looks for the bright side of life. He cheerfully does tasks that come his way. He tries to make others happy. A scout is thrifty. A scout works to pay his way. He uses time, property, and natural resources wisely. A scout is brave. A scout can face danger even if he is afraid. Well, 
why I hate sports. First of all, sports is boring too much. People sit down for three hours or four hours to put on Facebook, put on Snapchat, they will get ready for the big game or the World Cup and they can't wait to watch it. But how is this so interesting? Why are people so excited to watch sports? I don't really get it. To me, all I see is random people kicking about a football and sometimes a random person getting tackled to the ground. Why would I sit down and waste two or three hours of my life, however long it takes, and sit down and all I watch for three hours straight or whatever is people kicking about football and people get tackled and people in the crowd screaming. Why would I want to do that, like? I'm Bill Lawrence. Join me again soon for another big bag of onions.